You're listening to Oh No Lit Class. Mostly dead authors, fresh takes. Ruining required reading, one book at a time. Hello and welcome to Oh No Lit Class, the podcast that once danced on H.P. Lovecraft's grave. I'm Megan. RJ's dead. And unfortunately, RJ's dead. He's he's gone. It's just me now. <laughs> it's very tragic. Uh, it's, a, it's a shame what happens to, to RJ. Megan, it's sad to hear what happened to your future husband. Yes. Rip to him. Yep, rip, rip to him. Who RJ's are you? Who, here. Who are you? R.J. Jr. R.J. Jr. R.J. Jr. Jr. R.J. Are you R.J. Jr. or R.J. Jr. Jr.? Change it all the time. It's very hard to keep up with. Are, are you R.J.'s son? No. <laughs> Just R.J. Jr. I'm his identical twin. What would his identical twin be named R.J. Jr.? Uh, why wouldn't you just have your own name? I came out second. He was R.J. Sr. I don't think that's how that works, but... Well, you gotta uh, talk to our parents. Okay, um, R.J. Jr., Jr. Yep. How do you feel about Charles Dickens? He's okay. You don't have an urge to call him anything? No. Yeah, all right, you'll do just fine. But, uh, for legal reasons, we're just gonna call you R.J. Why? Legal reasons. Can't you call me Junior? No. R.J.? Just, yeah, just, not just R.J. We're doing the Simpsons style where we don't... We, we never questioned that there was ever a breach in the status so quo. So I'm RJ2? Yes. All right. <laughs> I'm Megan. I'm RJ2. And uh, this is our special Q&A mini episode of Oh No Lit Class, because our schedule is in hell right now, because we went to the, the frozen, terrible Northlands, which I guess is like 80% of the country right now, and RJ died. I'm looking outside. I think it's 100% of the country. Yeah. Yeah. It's just everywhere. Hard freeze warning. Yeah, no. And not just in my pants. <laughs> Your dick's frozen? My friends call me Jon Snow. I really thought you were going to go for like an Elsa let it go joke there, but sure, that she, works. She never let it go. That's the problem. <laughs> she froze it because she would never let it go. I got Olaf dick. <laughs> That's the medical term for it. Olaf dick. Um, That's my sad story. You see, RJ Sr., he got peed on at a birthday party. Not a birthday party. Well, that, that that really adds a different kind of cast to it. And I got Olaf dick. You got Olaf dick. Was it at a birthday party? No. It was just at the summer party with Elsa. Ah. We both have our tragic background stories. Yes. Many, many the tragic backstory. Well, uh, it makes things especially awkward because this first question was for rj but we're just gonna get through it as best as we can here so well, i'm rj too so i am now in the shoes of rj he left everything to me he didn't leave anything to me no what the hell yeah that's garbage he said it was punishing you for making us review not dead authors but our takes were so fresh yeah and you lied to your audience 
You are to yourself. Oh, I do that every day. Anyway, Rob, who's host of the show, Our Strange Skies, that's at Our Strange Skies on Twitter. He was one of the first people on Twitter to rep the show, who was not a friend or a family member that we coerced into listening. And now he just launched his own show, which I've said like twice now, Our Strange Skies. It's about the culture, history, and mythology surrounding UFOs. It's super chill and easy to listen to, even if you're not Fox Mulder and wanting to believe. Uh, I have bad news for you. Yeah? He might not have been your family member or RJ's family member. RJ2's family member. He belongs. Wow. Okay, Rob, you got some explaining to do there, dude. He's Rob Thomas. You might know him. <laughs> yeah, he's Rob Thomas. You know, I listened to this, his, his first episode of his show. He didn't sound like Rob Thomas. Oh, he's Rob Thomas. Throwing you off the trail there. Rob asks... So, for, well, before he asks, he says, I'm a it's huge... It's 3 a.m. Uh, outside. Yeah, it's 3 a.m. I must be a huge fan of your podcast, and Financing with RJ is my favorite segment on a podcast ever. My question is for RJ. Parentheses, RJ, too. Um, well, I was the executive producer of Financing with RJ. Well, so it works out. What are the best strategies to build a portfolio? And should I insist on finding a, a financial advisor that is a fiduciary? What's a fiduciary? But first of all here, don't buy bitcoins. And don't buy weed stocks. That would be good for either of those. I still don't understand why Bitcoin mining exists when it's not a real tangible thing. I don't know. If I think about Bitcoin too long, it makes my head hurt. Um, yeah, you think them greenbacks are real things? Capitalism is a social construct. Anyway, exactly. So are Bitcoins. Okay, so... No, I prefer dog coins. They you, look cuter. You gonna you going to answer his question? So it's a question. What are the best strategies to build a portfolio? So we, we got avoid, well, don't do not do Bitcoin or weed. And should I insist on finding a financial advisor that is a fiduciary? You still need to explain what the hell that is. This is a literature podcast. Well, having written the script for RJ and finance with RJ, because RJ didn't have much talent. Mm, I could agree with that. I can tell you, I know finance with RJ covered the stone principles of Dick. And wicketh. Wow. Okay, you actually remember things. You're you're already a huge improvement. Oh, <laughs> well, I wrote it. Okay, so you're, so you, you want know. you want to diversify, invest, invest. So you want diverse investments. But what about consolidate? Yeah, you want to keep your money together. Oh, See. okay. Well, how can it be diverse and together at the same time? You consolidate every once in a while, and you, you, re, you rebalance. It's almost like you really just wanted it to spell the word dick and weren't super concerned I mean, with, go the with Dirk. financial advice therein. We, we can go with Dirk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that you diversify your investments and you rebalance as needed, and you still kill... You still kill. ...the people and things that get in the way of you making money. Okay. We're still waiting on the answer to that last bit there. What's that last bit? Should he insist on finding a financial advisor that is a fiduciary? What is a fiduciary, for fuck's sake? I believe Rob Thomas can handle his own finances. Self-education is a powerful thing. Controlling your own finances is a powerful thing. I don't think you need a financial advisor. I say you go out there onto that great big old internet, you find that information, and you make the best decision for you. You don't need to be lining the pockets of any fat cats out there trying to sell you some snake oil. That's very empowering. Just like Rob Thomas's best song, Push. Push your money <laughs> into the market. I'm so sorry, Rob. <laughs> so our next question is from Rhett at Brain Trust Brothers, which is at BT Bros Pod. Uh, Rhett interviews cool and interesting people 
And he is an excellent interviewer, provoking some good-ass conversations from his guests on his show, Brain Trust Brothers. So he asks, if you were legally yeah, allowed... Yeah, so the thing is, Auburn sucks. <laughs> that one's for you, Rhett. Couldn't win the SEC. Can't even beat a school outside the Power Five. Trash. I'm sorry, Rhett. I feel like we would be apologizing to everyone who was nice enough to ask us a question. He said... Dead Eagles. Fresh takes. If you were legally allowed to plagiarize one novel throughout all of history and get complete credit for it as your own work, what would it be and why? You, you want to go first? Or the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, most days I wake up feeling like I am the Senate. <laughs> Again, a joke that no one will appreciate. <laughs> I believe the proper response is not yet. Oh, sorry. Not yet. So... It's treason, then. Yeah, Star Wars prequel memes. That's what the kids love right now. That's the hot new thing in 2018. Well, being a kid myself, you know, being a junior, Mm. I know what the kids like. Star Wars prequel memes. See, they love Jar Jar. They love Padres. If you don't answer the question, I answer the question in the the Bible. Well, because you're supposed to say say why. I think it's pretty self-evident here. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, you come to my throne. I mean, I would also settle for... We're going to be in so much trouble. Why? I'm bigger than uh, the Beatles. <laughs> I was going to say, if I can't do the Bible, I would settle for... Oh, the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> That's another good one. I could be the father of this country. All right. Apparently, I was just thinking way too small because I was going to say... As you um, would. Don't be an asshole. I was going to say Neuromancer by William Gibson. And so the idea behind that is um not only that it's just a really good book like it's a good fucking book you should check it out if you like sci-fi but also because it's it was like the front runner for a lot of like science fiction ai computer hackery sort of things and so much popular media has sort of stolen and borrowed and whatever from neuromancer like the matrix and ghost in the shell and just all kinds of stuff so if i could have uh, legally gone back and plagiarized Neuromancer, then I could be a total asshole and always just be like, man, yeah, way to steal that from me and my book, which it doesn't seem like William Gibson ever does. I think he's a he's a better sport. I don't know. So that would be, that's my logic. Not Johnny Mnemonic? <laughs> no, I don't want to take credit for Johnny Mnemonic. <laughs> but Johnny, he could talk to dolphins. He, no, it's, it's not that he could talk to dolphins. It was the dolphin could hack computers. What, you interface with the dolphin on the computer. I don't remember if the that dolphin's was... played by Keanu Reeves. I don't remember if that was actually in the short story or just the movie. Either way, <laughs> I really did enjoy Keanu Reeves as the dolphin. From Chris and or Cody, um, actually, Chris Cody. I, I don't. I don't know which one of these are two discrete individuals. They, they're the they're the hosts of uh, BSP, the Idiot Syncrasy Files, which is at BSPod PHX on uh twitter and they describe their show best pod they describe their show as two idiots debating the weird and paranormal and while they're certainly not idiots they're weird as hell in the best way uh but i don't know which one of them runs their twitter so chris and or cody asked us desert island you could only take one book which is it how to escape a desert island oh my god that's such a cliche come on everybody poops yeah no. No, I didn't think so. Oh, that's a pretty good one. You know, actually, I might want to go back to my last answer. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, I have an actual, like, answer to that question. 
Hold on. But, okay. I got to think now. Do I want to be the guy who wrote everybody poops? This might be true. <laughs> and then I take my own book that I've now plagiarized onto that island. It's pretty good. So then if anyone ever finds you, I can say, wait, I wrote this book. And it gives them a little bit of a chuckle. But yet it's so true. It's succinct. I'm sorry, Chris Andor Cody. Watchmen. Okay. You get to give a little bit of extrapolation with that or just Watchmen? Watchmen. All right. I've read it multiple times. I enjoy it. I can maybe try to convince the natives that I'm the big blue donged man that's in the book. Why are there natives? There's natives on the island. I think Desert Island means there's nobody there. Oh, there's always, you know, can't think of any of the names from Robinson Crusoe. Okay. Well, with Tuesday, Sunday, Saturday. Friday. Friday. Wow. There's always a Friday or something in these stories. I'm a white male. There's bound to be someone there. (laughs) I would pick Good Omens by Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman because I've read it a thousand times and it never gets old for me. And every time I reread it, I'm pretty much ready to just go back to the beginning of the book and read it again because it's a fucking great book. And it's getting it's getting a TV series. It's getting like a mini series. Like finally, it had a it had a very good uh, radio play a couple years ago, and it was very good. But now it's getting a TV series. And I think it's got Michael Sheen in it, and I'm excited. You won't be able to enjoy the TV show from your desert island. You sure it's desert island, not dessert island? No, he definitely said desert island. He spelled it right. Mm. You can't. No, you can't. He's, he's I was thinking, you properly know, what, spelled. Julia Child, you know the joy of cooking. This was also asked on Twitter by Steve and or Chip, because again, I don't know who's running the twit machine, from Too Much Scrolling, at Much Scrolling, a variety podcast covering the latest books, movies, and news with delightful buddy banter. And Steve and or Chip asked, what is the lit class classic title of 2017 that will be studied in 2037? Now the problem with this is that neither of us read contemporary books, or in RJ's case, read at all. Yeah, we're either reading, like, old stuff like this. I can't can't even tell you what the last, like, semi-contemporary novel that I read was. Pachinko by Minji Lee. He's just looking up things on his phone. Turtles All the Way Down by John Green. Yeah. Rich material. Uh, He's back at it, that John Green. Uh, Yep, look at him go. Pretty much all I have time to read lately are are comics. I've been reading The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl by Ryan North, and that's actually really great. It's hilarious and awesome and amazing, so you know what? Maybe they'll be teaching it in schools in 20 years, and they ought to because it's really good and formative for the kids. It's It's safe for the children to read. Yeah. I mean, we're talking specifically in a high school literature class. I guess, yeah. Oh. I, I'm assuming that's what they meant. Uh, Sherman Alexie wrote something. <laughs> Sherman Alexie wrote something. People are already reading Sherman Alexie. We'll have to get to uh, True he, Confessions he, of a Part-Time Indian at some point, even though he's alive and that's a no-no. He's not alive to most American Indians. They've written him off, so. Ouch. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you sell out to the white man. I tell it like it is. I guess you do. Lastly... We have from Paul Chomo, a.k.a. the Chumster, a.k.a. the Podfather, and the also... God damn it. God damn it. My father is very concerned that Consumer Reports has, like, recalled bad lettuce and that we're not eating the lettuce. What lettuce do we have? I don't know. Is, he that, just what, says, is that what he you just did says, to your future husband? Did I you just, poison him with bad lettuce? No, he just said, I read there's a total recall of romaine lettuce. Total recall. Yep. Get don't your ass purchase to Mars. romaine lettuce. So, Paul is the host of... Varmints, 
at Varmint's podcast, an awesome podcast all about animals that he also hosts with Donna Hume, and it's fun and friendly for even the tiniest of ears, and, you know, you laugh your butt off and you learn a thing. He gave us a bunch of questions, because he's great. So he says, what nonfiction books are your favorites? And um, this is a huge-ass cliche, but Stephen King's On Writing is probably one of my favorite nonfiction books. It's probably my favorite Stephen King book, in all honesty. (laughs) Julia Child, The Joy of Cooking. You don't own that book. Do you have to own it to enjoy it? Well, I know you don't own it and you didn't read it. That'll go with, uh, I don't read a lot of biographies can't go with any of those. So I'll go with either Friday Night Lights and or Moneyball. I enjoy sports. I enjoy both those books. I think they're both very well written. They were both turned into very good movies. This is true. Question number two. Will you ever do a Hunter S. Thompson episode? Do you like any of his work? I dressed up as him uh, for Halloween. (laughs) Multiple times. Multiple times. That was like your emergency, like, break glass in case of Halloween costume. (laughs) Yeah, once a year. What an emergency. (laughs) It was more of a go-to. See, future Megan should go back after past Megan says the words go-to and spice that word over where she says emergency. Nah, I'm going to leave it. Yeah. She Uh, likes using wrong words, I've noticed, this Megan. RJ2, don't take that. RJ2's a dick. You might have, you, RJ Sr. might have been something you could poke and prod. No more. You killed one, RJ. I didn't kill him. You killed my brother. Oh, gosh. You ain't killing me, too. This was a mistake. Yeah, you should let the show die. Sometimes you got to just let things die. Just like Star Wars. No, we're not, we are not touching that minefield. Uh, yeah, obviously let we both. it die. We both enjoy Hunter S. Thompson. I've read more short essays, kind of excerpts and stuff, than I've ever read an entire book by Hunter S. Thompson. Have you read any full books? Yeah. Yeah? Fear and Loathing? Yeah. On the campaign trail. (laughs) Multiple. And uh, Hell's Angels. He's he's literally squinting at our uh, bookcase. I've read excerpts from On the Campaign Trail yeah. that were really good. So yeah, no, Hunter S. Thompson, that's definitely going to be something that we get to at some point. I guess it's not really taught, it's taught in college, I suppose. I mean, that's when I, I read Hunter S. Thompson for my creative nonfiction class in like grad school. So that's something that I, I didn't even get in college because he's too fun. He's, they got to save him. <laughs> yeah, well, too many drugs. Too many drugs. Uh, we'll probably do that at some point. If you could go back in time and tell one author to not quit his day job, who would it be, and what effect would that have on the future? So we want them never to write a book? Yeah. And and how might this sort of change uh, the times as we know it? I have an answer to this, but I don't, I don't know if I personally am sold on it. So, I mean, if you want to, do you want me to go while you're thinking? Hitler, don't stop painting. Don't stop that dream. Never stop dreaming. That that's not really political what thoughts. Not your thing. Ah, uh, don't don't write Mein Kampf, maybe. <laughs> Stick to painting. Similarly, I was gonna say I don't think that's quite what he meant, but sure. What do you mean? <laughs> Hitler, Hitler might have still been a problem even if he had never written Mein Kampf. Let's stick to his day job of painting. I don't think that was a day job. Similarly, Donald J. Trump. <laughs> don't write <laughs> at all. <laughs> You're hurting the language. <laughs> You're hurting you see, English. You see, you see writing books and Twitters. You hurt me right in the kofifi. Stick to running businesses, your day job, hey, TV shows. Man, I wanted, yeah, there you go. Just do, do, yeah. Go, go back to the reality show instead of the world's worst reality show that we're currently living. 
Those were better than mine because I, I was in a dilemma with myself about uh, whether or not I should tell E.L. James to, to not quit her day job. She got a lot of women off. Why do you hate women? <laughs> don't hate and their women. Yes. I don't hate women. I hate um The war on women begins with this show. I no, I hate dangerous and unhealthy and abusive depictions of BDSM and giving people the impression that that it's not abusive and that it's okay. That's my problem. You can I'm all for ladies. Ladies getting off on stuff is great, but it's it's portraying like a really fucked up abusive relationship. On the other hand, if E.L. James never writes her Twilight fanfiction that gets published as weird, poorly written BDSM porn, we lose like 40% of the jokes that we've made on this show. It's not we. That me and dead RJ have made on this show. And that's that's kind of a tragedy. So otherwise, I'm I'm not sure. RJ too. He's not down. Twilight joke or they weren't Twilight they weren't Twilight or jokes. shades of gray jokes no more what is RJ2 down with well we'll find out the over the coming weeks months and years and lastly I guess this will be a bit of an issue um can RJ give me a cutesy little name that will infuriate me I gotta put my RJ hat on yeah his head was much smaller than mine you gotta do your best it barely fits chumpy p chumpy p <laughs> <laughs> that's not even you, you didn't even you you, you you reverse the order of like his his first to last name even yep yeah chumpy p. p um i'm sorry paul <laughs> i'm sorry everyone Polly, <laughs> Polly c the chump from where's he from i don't know who that's a i know that's somebody i'm not 100 percent sure who you're i mean this Polly c oh that Polly c is i'm pretty sure from jersey shore oh pecum Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, boy. God, Paul, you asked for this. You you literally specifically asked for this. I'm sorry, but you have no one to blame but yourself. And so, finally, we have no questions from Phil from Semi-Intellectual Musings at The Simpod, who specifically asked us if he could send his question in the form of an audio file and then left us hanging. Oh, he called me. What? He called me. He asked me the question. No, he didn't. He did. He I lied. gave him the answer. You're lying. He doesn't yeah. know your number. They had RJ's number, but now he got RJ's phone and ah. the death. Yeah, if you were there at the reading of the will, you might have known. Well, apparently I wasn't in the will, so. Yeah, you were trying to lay low. I get it. Mm-hmm. Don't want the cops to find you, huh? No comment. I plead the fifth. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Plead the fifth? Plead the fifth. There you go. And that's been a Q&A minisode of Ono Lit Class. Why'd you kill RJ? How'd you kill RJ? When'd you kill RJ? <laughs> because he couldn't keep his mouth shut by taking him to a higher elevation three days ago. When his lung popped. Oh yeah, when he shoots up, it tends to pop, pop. I didn't shoot anything. Pop, pop. So, RJ2. Yep. On the next episode, we're just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna call you RJ and everything is pretty much gonna seem like it was before, but because you've listened to this episode, you guys will know the truth that RJ's dead and that this is RJ2. No. No, you're not carrying this conceit beyond this episode. I will kill you. Oh, you're going to kill me. I'm going to kill again. I'm going to kill again. No, no, I'm RJ2. It says two on my collar.
Um, no, for real. If you if you keep it up past this episode, the, the real killer so is upset. out there, and as his t- younger twin brother, I must search for them. And though I'm pretty sure I'm sitting right across from the killer. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot let memory of my older twin brother disappear. You know, they say you die twice, Meg, mm. when your mortal body dies, and when your younger twin brother gives up looking. For your killer. That's what the movie Coco was about, right? No. Oh. That was about making an awesome glass of hot chocolate. That was not great. <laughs> it was about an old lady forgetting what it was like to receive cunnilingus. I hate you. I hope remember you remember me. No, God. Remember the feel of my face between your thighs. Oh no, you're going remember to Remember me. We're going to hell. You are your murderer. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this special episode of Odo oh Class that we will probably never do anything of the like ever again. Thank you to everybody who sent in questions. It was awesome of you and we really appreciated it. Fail. And we hope to be back pretty pretty soon with regular, normally scheduled Oh No Lit Class episodes. Um, We have a couple really cool announcements in the works and stuff that we're going to be talking about soon that are just going to make you be like, yeah, just like that. You're going to like be listening to your podcast and just be like, yeah, and everyone's going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? Most of this will be the trial and the audio (laughs) from the trial and the interrogation of Megan for the murder of my older twin brother, RJ. Yeah, so actually what it is is uh, that we're announcing is our crossover special with Serial. I love Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> but for now, that's going to do it for us on this episode of Ono oh Lit Class. Uh, we should have an episode on January 18th? Probably? Yeah. Most likely. Gosh, I hope so. In the meantime, you can subscribe and rate and review us on iTunes. You can like us on Facebook and join the Facebook group. You can follow us on Twitter at Ono oh Lit Class Pod. Uh, you can listen to us anywhere. Podcast Addict, Stitcher, the Google Play, and the Notre Dame Cathedral. You can hear our podcast in the peal of the bells if you listen closely enough. You just gotta stick your head right up in there. I'm It'll told they got my book there in the pews. <laughs> Until then, I'm Megan. I'm the sequel. RJ2, Electric Boogaloo. No, no, I'm more like Die Hard 2. RJ with a Vengeance? Squeakle. The Squeakle. RJ2, the Squeakle. The Squeakling. Yeah. We love you. Bye. Ciao. Maybe they'll be teaching it in schools. In Whoa. Shit.